Hey Dragons, welcome to another special edition of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This episode is live from the Perky Nerd out in Burbank. Uh, Perky Nerd is such a fun, awesome place. It's a coffee shop, comic book shop. So if you ever need some caffeine and a new comic book, head over to the Perky Nerd out in Burbank. And if you have not already gotten your tickets for Kamikaze, please be sure to use the promo code PERKY. I know you get some a uh, little bit of a discount, and if enough people use that code, Stan Lee will get to make an appearance at the Perky Nerd. So we're definitely trying to get as many people there as possible to use that promo code PERKY, P-E-R-K-Y. The interview this week is with Drew Johnson. He was doing a special signing an appearance at the Perky Nerd for Batman Day. I got to, he was nice enough to sit down with me, give me about a half hour of his time. Uh, one of the nicest, sweetest guys I have ever had uh, the honor and the pleasure to sit down with. So thank you so much to Drew. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy. Workout Nerd Out. In the basement, rolling dice. All right, Dragons, we are here at the Perky Nerd for Batman Day, a.k.a. my birthday, with comic book artist Drew Johnson. Drew, how are you doing today? I'm great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing phenomenal. Yeah, you having a good birthday? I am having a good birthday. Awesome. I came to the Perky Nerd and I got lots of comic book stuff. My wife's going to be like, you went for a cup of coffee. Why did you spend $30? <laughs> <laughs> they get you both ways here. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the more we stay up, the more we read, and then That's the more true. coffee we buy and the more comics we buy. It's a great gimmick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the chairs they got here for relaxing and reading comics and, and drinking coffee. I could spend a whole day here if I didn't have to work. Yeah, absolutely. So just in case people don't know who you are, mm-hmm. um, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone and let them know a little bit about what you've been working on. Sure, sure. Uh, well, my name is Drew Edward Johnson. Um, I created Midnight Society for Dark Horse Comics. It came out last year. Uh, it was a, a four-issue horror adventure pulp miniseries. Um, I'm uh, best known for working on Wonder Woman quite a lot for DC Comics. Uh, recently, I worked on Wonder Woman 77. Um, let's see, what's... Uh, oh, that and, was the, uh, I, I knew you were going to be here today, and I was like, I was like, I know I have some of his comics, and I was in such a rush this morning that I completely forgot to grab oh, yeah, yeah. my Wonder Woman 77 comic that I picked up. Well, I'll be here for a couple hours if you make it back. <laughs> I, I will do my best. That's all right. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Uh, uh, oh, and I got uh, uh, the third issue of The Shield will be coming out from Archie finally in uh, October, I think. Um, and then I've got a bunch of covers coming out from Zenoscope, uh, just bunches of the random books uh robin hood i know uh tiffany here at the perky nerd is excited about i just did a cover for uh, robin hood i love new york number seven um what is new york number seven uh, it's i love new york number seven oh, so uh, okay. Ro- yeah robin hood their robin hood character it's like a kind of a female archer uh a la green arrow kind of okay um and i just finished up one for their new uh snow white comic or it's actually it's grim's fairy tales number two and they're introducing, like, a powered Snow White character called Sky. Okay. Yeah, it's real cool looking. Um, I, I dug the outfit and had a good time with that cover. Um, just finished up covers for uh, uh, Space Goat's new uh, Evil Dead 2 Ash versus the Martians, 
which awesome. is uh, uh, Evil Dead's Ash taking on H.G. Uh, Wells's Martian tripod walker things. Those, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm keeping real busy, and I'm doing uh, storyboards right now for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on uh, Disney XD. Excellent. And has that premiered yet? Or is oh, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's almost like second season, I think. Oh, okay. So. See, no kids. I'm not, I'm not oh, up to yeah. date on, on those shows, except for My Little Pony. Ah. I'm, a, I'm a huge brownie. Oh. And, uh, you would like my uh, studio mate Tony Fleece draws uh, all the IDW comics. I met him at uh, San Diego this year. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, he's up at Long Beach Comic Con today. And I will be heading there at some point today. Don't No idea when I'm going to get there. Well, if you see him, tell him I said hello and get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I'm actually going to tell him that. Oh, man. He uh, said the same to me, though. <laughs> So, with all the content you're creating, mm-hmm. uh, what are you absorbing? What are you What are you reading? What are you watching right now? You know, man, the, the stuff that I'm getting through right now is mainly um, I've been digging on a couple of uh, like faux documentary fictional podcasts, like uh, the Black Tapes okay. and uh, Tannis. Been really getting okay. into. Um, they're kind of like styled like serial, where they're like looking into like paranormal type things okay they're cool man they're really cool i've been really getting into those and uh and audiobooks i think comic artists just live with audiobooks so i just finished up uh, a book called the fold and i cannot unfortunately remember the author's name otherwise i'd give him a shout out but uh it was really cool oh. um i uh i love my audiobooks i'm a huge i actually just finished um this is how nerdy i am the john adams book it's like oh yeah the definitive john adams biography mm-hmm. um most of my audiobooks range between like six and 12 hours you know oh, this yeah. one was 30 hours oh man um and it was it was just ridiculously long and great and i loved it uh so i recommend that to everybody but cool. um what do you use for audiobooks uh audible audible yeah. okay yeah have you heard of overdrive no, uh uh-uh. uh. What's that? I, I am preaching the gospel of Overdrive. If they ever want to uh, sponsor a podcast, I'll be more than happy to talk with them. <laughs> it's you, all you need is a library card. Yeah. And you have access through Overdrive to the complete library's e collection. Yeah. So you can stream movies, you can uh, check out ebooks, and you can check out audiobooks. Yeah. And it's it's all free. Yeah. I currently have a library card to the Phoenix Public Library, the LA Library, and then the Escondido Library. And so if I ever want a book, one of those three will have it. It'll wow. be checked out. Except for the Man in High Castle, that's checked out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's really popular right now. Apparently. Yeah, I should do that because uh, uh, I used to check out audiobooks from the library when I lived back in Georgia years ago. And uh, free audiobooks are, are a boon. Oh, it's so, it's awesome, and yeah. it's it's like it's just something I'm totally trying to spread the gospel of because it's it's just so great. And if you put something on hold, it'll automatically check out, and you just download it to your phone, and then you listen, and then you delete. Nice. I can't believe these guys aren't sponsoring podcasts like crazy. I've never heard I, of it because you hear so much about Audible and all the other things on uh, podcasts. I don't know how profitable they are oh yeah because they're not bringing any money that's right because i have yet to see how like there's not really very many ads or i i don't remember seeing any ads so if there are any ads they're non-persuasive and non-invasive so i don't even recognize them so if it's pay-per-click 
they're not making any money off me. No, that makes sense. Um, I should. I I reach out to them. I'd say that's just sad because, you know, like people like me would totally be using the service like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it was, what's the price of Audible? 10 bucks a month? 15 bucks a month? It's like, yeah, 10 something, you know, depending on the credits you get. Even if it's a library, you you make it five a month. Like, I would pay that gladly. Oh, yeah. I go through audiobooks one a week, maybe. Yeah. I'm in the car for forever. I'm slower. Oh, do you drive a lot? I drive a lot. Oh, okay. My, I work out in Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, boy. Yeah, and so so got... it's an hour commute there and an hour and a half commute back. Plus traffic and yeah. everything. God. And I've, I've also trained myself to listen to podcasts and audiobooks at double speed. Oh, my God. So everyone thinks it sounds like chipmunks. <laughs> I, I don't notice it. <laughs> I saw that on my audiobooks uh, 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 app. I was like, I hit, I hit the phone and then like it pulled this screen over and it's like listening speeds. And I was like, I don't, how would I listen to this at 16 times speed? It doesn't. Oh, that's insane. I know. That's, <laughs> I couldn't process it, you know I mean? But you'd sure get through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, I started at 1.2 speed mm-hmm. and then I went up to, you know, one and a half, 1.75. And then finally I was like at two speed, Man. double speed. See, the thing that bums me out about that, though, is, like, performances are getting so much better on these audiobooks. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm listening to uh, Stephen King's It again right now, because I just had that lying around. And uh, Stephen Weber reads it. Oh, yeah? It's awesome. Like, are we talking... Wings. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, the remake of The Shining. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Oh, he's been in so many good things. I know it's... All I can remember is Wings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that guy doesn't get enough recognition. He's done a bunch of things lately, and I can't remember them. But right? but this audio performance is fantastic. And he reads, I tell you, 30, what did you say Adams was? 33 30, or 30 30 hours? hours? This is 44 hours of Stephen oh. Weber, man. I mean, I can't imagine how long it took to make oh. the thing. So, and, you know, it's unabridged. It's all thousand-some-odd pages of Stephen King's oh. It. Yeah. And, I mean, he reads it like a champ. So, like, I, you know, like... More and more of the books you're picking up now. Like I remember when I first started reading them, it was like some bland voice guy who sounded like an announcer at the CVS or something, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, you know, it'd be like, and he shot the guy with no reservations. His revenge complete. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like. Have you ever listened to the unabridged World War Z? No. Because I have you read World War Z? Okay. I've seen the movie, but I haven't. I mean, I assume the book is a different experience. There was a meme when the movie came out, and it was. Things World War Z, the book and movie have in common, and it was a Venn diagram, mm-hmm. and it was completely separate. Except in the middle, it was they're both named World War Z. Wow. <laughs> the, the book has nothing to do with the movie. Isn't the book more like correspondence covering? Yes. It? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and the the audiobook has different voices for every character. Oh, cool! I love when and I do so, that. But it's like it's voices like Alan Alda. Nathan Fillion. Wow. Um, huge, big name stars um, reading these chapters. And it's, it is it is very much like a performance that you're listening to. And yeah. it's absolutely wonderful. And I think that's a big reason why audiobooks are taking that next step yeah. these days. That makes sense. I feel like they're getting back to radio drama. Actually, I feel like on the whole, through the internet... Uh, especially things that your content you're getting through the internet is like the the radio drama of the old days is starting to kind of come back. You know, I'm like circling back to like black tapes and Tannis. 
you know, their their stories. They they have a, a vast character or a cast of characters, you know, played by different actors. And I think they both use the same kind of troop of voice actors. But you're seeing more podcasts with that sort of content. You're seeing audiobooks with multiple readers. Or with just like really good actors who are able to do fantastic voices, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, look at the fellow that did all the like read all of the Harry Potter books. I, I can't remember his name right now, but he was incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, Jim Dale. That was it, Jim Dale. Because we just listened to my my daughter's uh, eight, and we're working her way up through the Harry Potter books, and we just did a big driving trip up to Oregon, and so we listened to uh, Prisoner of Azkaban on the way oh, back okay, and forth. Yeah. And that guy, man, I mean, he makes that book come alive. And again, he's reading it unabridged. It's like, you know, I think it was like 12 hours, you know, it's just like a, it's a long read, but this guy gets you through it like a champ, you know I mean? It's really... Well, and one of my, one of my favorite things is on autobiographies mm-hmm. or things like that, if the author reads them. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I just finished... Uh, the last two Bill Nye books, and he reads oh, them. Oh, cool! I love that guy. And he's oh my, God. Bill Nye is my hero. I actually sent an email to the Planetary Society and to his website, and I was like, "I'm a very small podcast. Would Bill Nye like to come on?" <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? No response. Oh, um, but it's like you know what? Maybe I'll send him an email like once a month. You know. Maybe someday when I'm Nerdist level, they'll, <laughs> they will be like, sure, Bill and I will come on your podcast. I mean, I've had some amazing people. I've had you, David Ramsey from TV's Arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's that was just, I walked up to him and I was like, he was at a Comic-Con. I was like, I run a podcast. It's nerd and fitness related. You're a nerd. You're really buff. <laughs> Can you give me five minutes? Awesome. And he was like, yeah, of course. So... We sat down and chatted for like 10 minutes about comic books and all this other stuff. And so, Bill Nye, if you're ever in the area, I will drop everything and meet you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be in L.A. at some point for sure. No, uh, he lives here. Does he? Yeah. yeah. See, so there you go. Everybody's Just, here. Well, maybe I'll rear-end him on the freeway one day and <laughs> I'll be like, well, hey. <laughs> hey, Bill. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, you're celebrating Batman Day. Yeah. Does... Who's, is Batman one of your favorite superheroes? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. What got you into Batman? And when did you um, get into Batman? You know, I uh, learned to read when I was, uh, uh, God, four, starting with Batman comics when I was a kid. My folks bought me uh, uh, almost exclusively, and I don't know why, Batman and Spider-Man comics. Awesome. So I came up on, uh, you know, like classic uh, uh, Jim Aparo and... and uh, uh, um, Dick Giordano, Batman, you know, Batman Family, all that stuff, and and uh, uh, classic Spider-Mans, and you know, books like that. And I just, and that's why I started drawing. I mean, you know, like Batman and Spider-Man, you know, were two of my key figures. Plus, at the time uh, uh, when I was little, um, I'm old enough that uh, the the Batman show with Adam West was in syndication oh, yeah. at the time, and. You know, I had the Mego action figures, you know, and I'm sitting <laughs> on the floor at five years old playing with the Mego action figures and watching Batman on TV. And, oh, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Batman was a huge part of my uh, uh, formative years. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, getting to, to draw an issue of Legends of the Dark Knight that I got to do a few years ago uh, was one of the biggest thrills of my career, you know. And I've worked on Wonder Woman and Supergirl and getting to draw Batman, you know, got me the hat trick of, you know, the, the DC Trinity, you know. So sure. it's... Uh, 
you know, it's just a thrill. I, I love I love Batman. Anytime I get to do any of the characters related to the Batman office, Batman family, I'm always thrilled to do it. Is there any superhero or any comic book that people might be surprised to know that you enjoy or that you worked on? Um, I, you know, nobody knows that I worked on like two projects of Spider-Man. <laughs> I've worked at DC for a long, for so long that, uh, uh, most people aren't aware that I actually did a few Marvel books. Okay. So I did like a, uh, a Spider-Man special with, uh, Jim Kruger called Spider-Man, uh, black and white and red all over where, uh, J. Jonah Jameson was kind of blackmailing him into, uh, revealing his identity in public. Okay. And I, I don't know if anybody saw it, but it was a really cool book and I loved working on it. And, uh, um, I worked on a, uh, fantastic four, uh, 40th wedding anniversary special with, that was, uh, written and inked by Carl Kiesel. And the cover that they put on it had a really retro look to it. And I think everybody thought it was a reprint when it came out. Because the cover had them in like their four or their sixties getups, and uh, instead of you know like we actually did a more modern take on the whole thing, and it was a hellaciously cool science fiction story, and it was like a big thirty-page story, and no one knows I did it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, I mean, most of my stuff, everybody thinks of me, uh, you know, like as a Wonder Woman artist. I've been involved with her for so many years and different uh, uh, iterations of the book. Um, you know, I just and Supergirl and everything else I've been doing at DC for so long. When they find out I actually did something, you know, Marvel related, they're like, "Hey, I didn't know that." Yeah. <laughs> so you know. Well, you know what? Just to spread the word and spread the love, I'm going to include a link to that. Okay, cool. If I can find it anywhere, and it I'll might link. be difficult, yeah. but that would be awesome. Amazon has everything. That's true. That's true. And also, you know, like nobody noticed my creator-owned book when it came out. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Last year, uh, through Dark Horse Comics, it's called. Uh, it's called Midnight Society, The Black Lake, and the trade is out on Amazon. All my reviews on it are five-star, and there are not that many, and there's like four or five reviews of it. Okay. But everybody really seems to like it, but nobody noticed it when it was out. When it was so, out. Okay. yeah, and it's, you know, I got some of the best work I ever did on it, and I wrote it, and it's that's totally my baby. So awesome. if you feel like putting a link to that, I would hey, so love absolutely. that. absolutely. Everyone, take a look in the show notes. We'll get that out there. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of, is there anything... Outside of comics that you enjoy that other people might find surprising, like a favorite area of nerdiness that might surprise people? You know, I don't know. I, you know, what's funny is I experienced different areas of nerdiness that I never thought that I would be near because of my eight-year-old daughter. Okay. You know, you said you were a brony. Oh, super brony. My daughter loves the ponies and, you know, working in a studio with Tony Fleece and I, you know, I've seen between Tony looking at things for research and my daughter watching all the episodes, I've seen like every episode of the ponies and I actually really appreciate it. It has beautiful animation. It's, it's visualized in, a, in just a beautiful way. Equestria Girls always surprises me how good it is. Um, it, it's a fantastic project all around. I never would have thought it would be something I would find to be so cool. But I think a lot of adults that have found themselves intrigued by it are often find themselves surprised that that is such a cool product, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that and, uh, 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 like, uh, I kind of fell into DC Superhero Girls with my daughter. Okay, yeah. and, you know, so it's like I, I love hanging out with my daughter because she introduces me Maybe not through things she's looking for, but things I realize that she might like. We try them together and discover them together, and that's a blast. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. And that just 
nerd culture just totally brings people together. It does. Um, which is weird because I was actually just on a panel a couple weeks ago about how to be a better fan. Mm-hmm. Because for as many stories as you have about doing things with your daughter and bringing people together, you and I talking about Batman, talking about My Little Ponies, there's always going to be those fans. Like the trolls? The trolls. Yeah. The guys who are like... Like, the people who got into Star Wars with the second trilogy or with oh, yeah. A Force Awakens, they feel that there's some sort of superiority because they were fans of the originals. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was a big thing with uh, Force Awakens and Ghostbusters recently. Um, you know, man, uh, people, you know, they, they ribbed on uh, Force Awakens and then even worse on the, the female Ghostbusters. Yeah. Do you know, man, I took my daughter to see Ghostbusters. It made her so happy. She grinned like crazy throughout the entire thing. Uh, right after we got out, I took her out and bought her the action figures. And it was so cool to get to share that with her. And it made her so happy. And I feel like, you know, you can't go on to Facebook or any other social media and claim that it doesn't deserve to be out there. Because it's making somebody out there happy, not just, you know, it's not just yours, it's everybody's. And, and my opinion has always been, if you don't like it, ignore it. Yeah. Like, personally... Spider-Man 3, I didn't think was very good, and I'm using the politest terms I can. (laughs) But Spider-Man 2 is probably one of my all-time favorite... Oh, yeah. It's my all-time favorite Spider-Man movie, and it's my all-time favorite comic book superhero movie. And it's like, you know what? I saw Spider-Man 3 once. I don't own it. I don't acknowledge it. It's just, it's there. And 2 is where... (laughs) Two is where the Sam Raimi yeah, movies yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, it's, you know, um, same with Batman and Robin. Oh gosh, you know? yeah. Um, it's just sometimes there's a thing. Like, it's just like you can just ignore it. <laughs> sure. Um, oh god, there was something I wanted to bring up about My Little Ponies. Oh, I'm super excited because sometime this fall, they're supposed to be releasing a My Little Pony RPG. Really? Like totally like. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like tabletop style? Tabletop style. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Like, I'm super excited. Because I've had a couple friends who've been trying to get me into oh, to play, <laughs> And I love it, but it's just, it's not something I can commit to. Like, it's hard to take the time, yeah. yeah. Ponies, I think, will get me over that hump. Because <laughs> I'll be like, yes, this is awesome. And it also get my other friends into ponies because now I just, they just make fun of me for it. It's you know, man. Honestly, anytime I think anybody sits down and actually takes it in and realizes it's not you know like a patronizing, silly, girly cartoon, and that it has a, a really self-contained world and that it's beautifully realized, um, you know, it's hard to argue against. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? For some people, it's not their thing. Sure. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But... Absolutely. It's you just kind of have to appreciate that it is. I hate using the term "good" because I think "good" is subjective. Sure, sure. and we have to agree on an objective definition before but we can agree on what's good. Definitely, and going with that, you know, I, I always, I always say somebody else is enjoying. Oh yeah, and maybe you know, like maybe we all just need to agree that nothing is for everyone. 
Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't think it can be. Sure, and it shouldn't be. No, I mean that's that's the diversity of of life. You know, I mean yeah. everybody's getting something out of something. Um, and I, I, I never understand why we can't all just let each other have a good time. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, in the interest of time, I want to start to wrap up a little bit. Um, where can people connect with you? Where can they find your work? Um, well, I have a bunch of pages on Facebook. Um, I have the Art of Edward Johnson uh, page. I have... Uh, the Midnight Society page, uh, that's at, uh, uh, it's called You Are the Midnight Society. You can look it up on Facebook. And um, I also have a uh, page, um, it's called Step by Step, at, uh, uh, where I work on uh, private commissions and I show like the step-by-step process, you know, like photographing the artwork through the process of drawing it so they can see the whole breakdown of everything. Sure. Um, and then uh, I have my DeviantArt page at Drew Edward Johnson. Um and, and I'm uh, Dreadward Johnson on Twitter. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm all over the place. And again, <laughs> I, will, I will include links to all of those, all cool. the social medias uh, on the show notes page for everyone. Awesome. And what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening? You know what? Have fun at everything you do. You know, that's, uh, that seems to be the, the theme of what we've been talking about. That's right. Is, you know, if you enjoy pop culture, enjoy whatever aspect of pop culture makes you happy. Share it with your friends, and uh, uh, you know, don't put other people down for enjoying what they enjoy. There you go. Yeah, man. All right, guys, that's gonna be that's gonna be it for this episode from live from the Perky Nerd. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.